I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hi, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. I'm Kate. This is her sexy husband, Mike. And... Self-proclaimed. Boom. (laughs) And we're very excited to have you back for another episode. So today... How's it going, Kate? Well, first of all, I want to say what we're going to talk about, and then we can get into how's it going. Oh, okay. Because we need to tell people where they're going. Otherwise, they're just going to be like, why the heck am I listening to these people just chat? It's true. So today we're talking about... How you do it is what you get. We're talking about the energy and intention you infuse your action steps with, specifically in your business, but also in your life. And this episode is the counterpoint to the phrase, the ends justify the means. I totally disagree with that. And if everyone in the world stopped operating under the belief that the ends justify the means, we would have a much healthier, happier, more peaceful world because the means to me are just as important as the ends. And so today's episode is about that. And we're going to use our current program origin, our membership that is in launch mode right now as an example of how you do it is what you get and how we've been launching with the very philosophies that we're teaching in origin as the foundation of the launch itself. So that's a little bit meta, but I think you'll enjoy this. But anyway, first off, honey, how you doing? Yeah, for those of you listening, Origin actually... So this is coming out next week. Origin actually goes live tomorrow, May 17th. And we'll be recording this six days afterwards. And the cart remains open for Origin until Friday. May 26th. May 26th. So just for those of you that are listening and time frame wise. Yeah, and that is the membership that we've created for mothers or people who consider themselves nurturers who want to reimagine motherhood and entrepreneurship and learn ways to grow their businesses and thrive in their lives that don't include just work harder. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I have to say Kate did an amazing job on this, which we've talked about this before, but thanks, honey. Yeah, I watched the testimonial. It's a special bonus video for those people that sign up, I guess we could say. I don't know if we should tell them what it is. We shouldn't. No. And I watched it yesterday (laughs) and I'm not going to lie. I cried. I was like, oh, it's so cool to like hear what it's for new members. Yeah, I'll just leave it there. It's pretty dope. Like what? It's pretty dope. That's all I have to say. And it really, because it re- it just really gave results basically to what the work that has been put in by Kate and the team up to this point and all of us. So it was pretty cool to see that actually happen. And we'll see what happens. I mean, launch goes live tomorrow. We'll do a wrap up call after it's all over and just kind of share with you like what we've done, results that have come from that. And at the end of it, just to kind of see where it goes. But overall, I'm doing pretty good. And today is going really well, I'd have to say. So life's good right now. We go to New York tomorrow for Danielle Laporte's book launch. Which Very will be excited fun. about that. Just a quick less than 24-hour jaunt to New York City. Uh-huh. And Penelope has a new nanny for the summer. So we don't have enough days at daycare. And we were sick of duct taping it together. So we actually officially committed to bringing someone in who could take care of our girl one to two days a week. And so she is spending her day with Sam, the new nanny, who's adorable. 
So everything seems to be going great with that. And honestly, as a parent, finding other people who your child loves to take care of your child is, I think, the greatest gift as a parent. And I want to have like a Rolodex of 25 people. But I think you and I are doing pretty well in terms of creating the village and people. I would like can, five solid, you know, to start can. there. But I'd prefer to. Oh, right now we have four, actually. Yeah, and so. then if you also add in my mother and my Tracy. bonus mom, Tracy, yeah. and then my dad in a pinch, then yeah. we actually have seven people yep. who we could and call And we got upon. some mother helpers, which has been We nice. have some mother's helpers. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Why are they got, called mother's helpers? Because they stay with your kid while you're still there. You don't actually leave. But the last time that Jalen came over, you weren't there. So it was dad's it was daddy's helper. helper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can call it a father's helper. All right. I'm going to call it parent helper. Okay. We're going to be gender neutral here. That's... Fine. On the Mike, Kate and Mike show. Reclaim just, fatherhood, honey. Oh, reclaim Reclaim it. Mike was talking about wanting to make a line of, can I talk about? Yeah. Diaper bags for dads. And I thought he should call it, <laughs> the name should be Dude Dipes, <laughs> which he liked. It's funny, but then it also sounds like dudes that wear diapers. So that could be oh, confusing. Oh, yeah. Dad Dude Dipes. Dude, dude Dipes bag. Dude bag Dipes. I don't know. We'll think of something later. Yeah. Should. Would you like to ask how I am? I was going oh, to, okay. but then I also don't know, should we talk about like the big thing? I don't think we should talk about it yet. Yeah. Okay. We'll hold off until the Come future. join us in a future episode uh-huh. where we'll tell you about the amazing thing, thing that just happened over the weekend, which is this like is called crazy. A, it's called a cliffhanger. Crazy wild. Actually, we'll do a whole episode on the decision making and the importance of quick decisions. Yes. And then we'll reveal this big news. Yes. In the meantime, cliffhanger. Yep, you have to listen to maybe next week, maybe the week after. I don't think it's going to be next week because next week is our very I know, dear friend. It's not next week. I'm just Can trying. I say what next week is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week you will want to listen though because yes. we go deep with our friend Liana Silver around her new book, Feminine Genius. And we specifically talk about Dark Nights of the Soul and how and why it's so important to embrace the dark times in our lives as well as the light times and how to work with that energy. So if you have experienced a dark night of the soul, if you are experiencing a dark night of the soul, or if you just want to know more about feminine energy and how you can bring that into your life and business, you'll definitely want to tune in next week to the Feminine Genius episode. Liana is a gem. It was a great interview. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Okay. So how are you? I'm great, honey. Thanks for asking. I've had just enough sips of coffee to be energized because I was feeling dead this morning. I really wanted to just like stay in bed, but Penelope did her little funny up and started lifting my head up, up, all done. I mean, there is nothing more annoying or funnier than a 20 month old in tiny jammies sitting by your head, trying to lift your heavy head up saying up, all done in the morning. (laughs) And then when she can, you don't get up. She gets irritated. So. I know. No, she cries if you don't. So yeah. it's just, it was what it was. But no, I'm doing great. I'm really excited about the origin launch. And I'm really excited to tell our listeners what's been going on behind the scenes and about how you do it is what you get. Because I am more relaxed than any other launch we've ever done. And this launch has far more bells and whistles and far more intricacies and so I'm surprised that I feel so relaxed, but like I was considering going to get a pedicure this afternoon and I can't believe in the middle of a lunch, I'm like, yeah, I totally have time to go get a pedicure. It's the coolest. You should. So I want to, I am going to, I think. And that's why I wore my sandals today instead of my closed toed shoes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was thinking ahead. So anyway, yeah, I'm doing great. Awesome. So 
Do you want to know about how to create the experience of feeling relaxed and calm and possibly going to get a pedicure during launch week? That is our question for you. So how you do it is what you get. Do you want to start, honey? No, go ahead. You can lead this call. Okay. All right. So in Origin, again, Origin is our membership for entrepreneurial moms who want to reimagine motherhood and entrepreneurship. And really, to be perfectly honest, this information applies whether you're a mom or not and whether you're an entrepreneur or not. But if you've studied marketing at all, you do need to get specific about who you're aiming to. Because if I was just saying this is for everyone, as our friend Marie Forleo says, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And so... Is that your Marie accent? Is that what just happened there? I don't know. <laughs> That's how she says it in her jersey. I don't know what she does. She talks I know, sometimes. but you just went there. Okay. So anyway, it helps people to remember when you say it in a funny voice, which is actually just true because it's a pattern interrupt. So I'm trying to help you remember. So if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And so for Origin specifically, I am talking to moms, entrepreneurial moms specifically. But this is for whether you are brand new on your entrepreneurial journey or you're super well-established and you're like 15, 20 years in. What's so cool about the framework that I'm laying out is it is based on ancient wisdom and it is based on the way our bodies work and the way life on earth works and the way every single creation that we put out into the world is created. And so there are these four phases that I laid out in the Sustainable Success Workshop, which is our free launch video series that has been going. And the comments are amazing, I have to say. I'll actually, once Mike starts talking, I'll just pull up some of them because I really do want to share with you what people are saying. But the comments have been amazing. And I laid out in the Sustainable Success Workshop, which you can get over at katenorthup.com forward slash SSW. I laid out how there are these four phases of what I'm calling sustainable success. And those four phases are the four phases of any business creation and any business as a whole and any project. And they are the fertile void, which is phase one. That's kind of like where you don't know what's it's I don't even want to call it phase one because it's a cycle so that gets confusing because calling them by numbers makes people think they're linear and it's not so you could really start anywhere but the fertile void is really kind of like that place of the unknown it's the place of laying fallow it's the place of rest it's the place of release and evaluation it coincides with the new moon and the menstrual phase of our cycle and also winter. Then there's emergence, which is new beginnings. It's making plans. It's visioning. It's really getting clear on our desires. That's the emergence phase. Same thing as the follicular phase in your menstrual cycle and springtime and the waxing moon. Then there is visibility, which is the fourth phase, which is summer. And it's the same as ovulation and the same thing as the full moon. So it's your most magnetic time. It's the time when you really put yourself out there and you're really practicing being seen in your business glory. And then there's culmination. And culmination is the same energy as the luteal phase of our menstrual cycle, which is the premenstrual phase. It's also the same energy as autumn and the waning moon. So this is when we begin to turn within, we slow down, we cross our T's, we dot our I's, we wrap tasks up, we work on the details, and it's the energy of completion and bringing things to a close. So 
all four phases have been part of the origin launch. And the thing is, you know, and this has been the whole philosophy, and I know I've talked about it on the podcast, but I think it bears repeating that our culture, especially our business and entrepreneurial culture, operates as though we are meant to be in perpetual harvest, meaning launching something all the time, putting something out there all the time. And it doesn't work. Like it causes burnout, it causes ill health, it causes frustration, it causes this sense of never being enough, of never being done, and constant anxiety and constant pushing. It's not good for the body, it's not good for our lives. And certainly as mothers, it's very draining because our job as mothers is never done. And so if we are pushing all the time in our business as well as our mothering, I mean, that is a sure sign of leading to adrenal fatigue and exhaustion and burnout. And so what tapping into this four phases, these four phases, which I call the upward cycle of success, allows us to do is honor not only the outwards parts of our cycle, which are the emergence and the visibility phases, but also really honor the gifts and opportunities of the more inward parts, which are the culmination and fertile void phases. So to make this really practical, I'll just tell you what happened with origin, because Again, it's like a picture within a picture, right? It's very meta. What I'm teaching in Origin as the foundation of this content and the foundation of this membership is how Origin was birthed. And so it's kind of like a thing within a thing. So I shared already, so I'll do the quick version. After my book came out in 2013, I felt very unclear about what I wanted to do next from a business perspective. And I was very much in the fertile void, in that place of the unknown, of questioning, of really not having the next big thing. And I was in that place for over three years. So some people in the comments on the Sustainable Success Workshop have been asking, how long should I be in these different phases? And I've been sharing, it takes as long as it takes. You can't really, just like you can't rush to make your second trimester of pregnancy go faster. Like it just takes as long as it takes. Your baby needs to cook as long as it needs to cook. And you don't want to pull the baby out before it's ready because that can cause a lot of risks and they might not make it because they're not cooked yet. Same thing with a plant. You don't just plant a seed and then the minute it sprouts one little sprout, you don't dig it up. You just keep feeding it and watering it and giving it sunlight and you let it grow in its own time. And you're not sitting there being like, Tulip, what's wrong with you? Why have you not busted out of your bulb? Why have you, you know, you don't, you're not like getting mad about at the tulip. So, but in our businesses, and our lives, we get so upset with ourselves for not being where we think we should be. But if we would honor the fertile void and honor the different phases, the next time we come to our harvest, it will be a more abundant harvest and it will be a more fruitful harvest. And by the way, it'll be a less stressful harvest. So we are about to begin our really our harvest phase of origin, our visibility phase of origin. But first there was the fertile void and it was over three years. So it takes as long as it takes. And then there was emergence. The idea came at the end of October and then it was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. So there's so much enthusiasm in the phase of emergence when it's a new beginning. And then we flew up to Toronto to meet with Stu McLaren and we laid out a whole strategy and a plan. And that's part of emergence. It's writing down your desire list. It's making a plan. It's brainstorming. And that whole phase of emergence really 
went until really just like last week when the video series went live. So the Sustainable Success Workshop went live and that was really, you know, this is not like, I'm just making this up. So within your own business, this is not scientific. This is not, there's not like a moment when someone else can tell you, oh, now you're in visibility. This is a sense that you get yourself. Okay, hold on a second. So what do you mean where, what's not scientific? The content or this well, the content actually phases. is science. Well, right. That's what I mean. It is actually based in science because it's based on the phases of the moon, which control gravity. Right. And it also is based on the phases of the menstrual cycle and the season. So it is very much scientific. But I what I'm saying yeah, is what in you your business, about? when we're talking about the four business phases, the upward cycle of success, people can get very caught up in, well... When am I out of the fertile void? When am I out of emergence? What's the moment? Like, can you tell me exactly when visibility starts versus emergence? And the truth is, it's like a feeling that you get. And I actually have the upward cycle of success assessment that goes along with the first video of the sustainable success workshop. So if you're curious what phase you're in, you can go through and answer these 10 questions and it will tell you which phase you're in. So, I mean, that's as scientific as it gets is that we have a quiz. Great. <laughs> so you can go answer the quiz. So then in the visibility phase, it's really when things are being launched. It's really that time when your stuff is out there. You have pressed send, you have pressed published, you have shipped. And so for us, it's when the Sustainable Success Workshop went live last week. Well, two weeks ago when you're listening to this podcast. And then certainly opening the doors for enrollment. That's the visibility phase for sure. So it's that same energy as ovulation. It's the same. It's like this peak fertility, peak receptivity, peak magnetism. It's really the time to put your ideas out there. And so we're really excited. We're in the visibility phase right now. And then... Once the doors close, May 26th at 6 p.m., we'll be in culmination phase. And culmination is when you deliver. It's when we will be taking care of our members. It's when we'll be making sure that the members area works correctly, even though we're already doing that now. But like making sure it works correctly for you. It's when we're doing customer service. It's when we're delivering all of the amazing content. And then winding this launch down so that then we go again into the fertile void and we can evaluate what went well, what didn't go well, what do we need to let go of for next time? What do we want to do differently? That will be then the fertile void. And then we will move into emergence again. And that fertile void, by the way, is going to be shorter than the three-year fertile void. Each one is different in length. That'll be a shorter one. And then we'll move again into emergence where we're making plans for the next launch. And then we'll move into visibility again when we launch again and the beat goes on. And one woman shared that she found it so helpful. It was Lucille Rogers, actually. I don't know if I'll be able to find her comment, but she shared that it was just so helpful to hear the framework because it made her judge herself less for revisiting these different phases because you're totally going to come back around and be in the fertile void again. You're totally going to be in the phase of slowing down again. But our culture tells us that when we're slowing down and going within that something's wrong. And so we judge ourselves for the very thing that's required. Here's Lucille's comment. She says, loving all this, Kate, feeling like you are nudging me to tap back into an ancient wisdom already within me. What you're saying makes more than sense. My body is screaming a big hell yes at me that this is the way forward. Thank you a million. That's actually not the comment I thought it was, but I love that comment anyway. And I love Lucille. So there you go. 
So that's what I have to say about the phases and sort of how they apply to the origin launch. So as you're listening, of course, I'm sure you're thinking about where you are in your business and thinking about how this applies to you because how we do it is what you get. And so with origin, knowing that these four phases of business exist and really honoring the different phases that we're in and honoring, like making the most of each of them, I know is part of why this launch feels really relaxing because we weren't trying to be launching before it was time to launch. And Stu actually slowed us down. We were going to go right from basically the fertile void into visibility. And he was like, "Mm -mm, you need a longer runway. So he told us like, slow it down. You need six months to prepare. And I'm so glad we did. We slowed it down because again, we're moving into this phase of visibility of harvesting all of our efforts over the last six months or nine months, or really, really the last three and a half years, if you count the fertile void, which I do. And I would hate to rush through the face. So does that make sense, Mike, what I'm saying? It does. So how did you come up with these names? For these different cycles? Well, I knew the energy of the different phases based on the seasons and the moon and the menstrual cycle. And so I just kind of sat with Licia, the president of our company, with giant pieces of paper in front of us and we just played with words and it was really easy. Oh. Honestly, they just came. Yeah. This whole thing, I have to say, creating this content is so easy. It's really like it's in flow. It just comes to me it feels like really easy and supernatural and what i love about it is that i don't feel like i'm just pulling it out of my ass basically because like this is actual this is a thing like these phases are a thing this is not just like some entrepreneur being like the five phases to you know rocking your launch it's like no no this is the foundation of the universe this is how it works okay so you just said something like this is easy so Let's go back to the last three and a half years. That was not easy. Right. So what were the differences there? (laughs) Well, I know for me, the hugest lesson, it's a very simple lesson, but it was a huge lesson. And next time I go into the fertile void, I feel so grateful to know what I know now, which is that it's the fertile void. It's a necessary phase for your next creation. It's a necessary phase for life. Like you can't, you know, you can't be pregnant and make a child without first being in the first trimester where it looks like nothing's happening, but a lot is happening. And so what I learned is that I was really impatient during that time and I really judged myself and I really found myself wrong for not having the next best thing and feeling like maybe I should just quit. Like there were a lot of times during that period when I was just like, I think probably I shouldn't be doing this thing that I do, which is, I don't even know how to describe what I do, but Mike once asked me, Mike was like, do you feel like you're a business owner? Or do you think you get paid to journal? And I was like, I think I get paid to journal. <laughs> so no, I know it's a lot more than that, but this whole business of sharing personal insight and sharing experience and then making that a business, I was like, I shouldn't do this. And I remember one email, SOS email I sent in particular to a group of close friends where I was just like, I feel like I suck. My writing sucks. I have nothing to say. I'm depressed. I suck. I mean, I could get out that email and read it. And they were all so sweet and were like, you know, A, you don't suck. And B, this is part of the deal. Like this is part of the creation process. But in that moment, 
it didn't feel like that. It just felt like I was doing it wrong. But I wish, I mean, everything's perfect, but next time I go into the fertile void, I will have this experience to take with me and I will honor it and I will take the time to rest and read books and evaluate and just take the downtime. I wish that I had sort of, no regrets, but I wish I had just embraced it and been like, this is my fertile void. I'm going to make a home here as opposed to being like, there's something wrong with me. God, what's wrong with me? I should just have a big idea. Why don't I have the next idea? And we definitely made some things during that time. We created a gorgeous wedding. We made a baby. We did all kinds of amazing things. The Feng Shui Financial Freedom course. We redid the Money Love course. I mean, things happened. Right. I just don't want people to be listening, thinking in the fertile void, you just like do nothing. You Um, can, but I didn't. I wish you would have. I hope the next time, too, it's a little bit more relaxing. It will be. <laughs> I promise, because I know. No, well, you're I real... can't unlearn what I now know. No, and now you're learning this information. So I asked that question for a reason, and I think it's important for people to understand that because we were in this growth process in our business relationship as well as personal relationship, and this was back in like August, October or so. And I asked the question because it's like, how serious are you about this? Like, And I think it's... I'm serious. It's, well, now you are, but then it was oh, just back like... Oh, in October. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, because it was, you know, <laughs> what we're referring to a lot of this time during the Fertile Void, it was Kate Cruz's book in this course, and it was like trying to get her to like do anything with it was sometimes pulling teeth. Like, it was really, really hard. And I'm like, what are we doing? You know? So <laughs> sorry, I was like, holy honey. smokes. No, it's okay. It's part of the Fertile Void, right? So... So in this time, like we were going through this, like, this whole thing, like I told Kate, I wanted to quit doing business with her and like all sorts of stuff. You we quit many times. We can talk about this in a different podcast, but like I told her I wanted to quit and I said, this is what brought the question up where I was just, and this is very, I think this is a very important thing that we just kind of breezed by, but because we have to ask tough questions sometimes, whether that is to our spouses, whether that's to our business partners, whoever that may be, we have to ask tough questions sometimes because the answers need to be seen with clarity on both parties. And by me asking Kate, like, how do you see this business? Do you see this as just a hot, you know, is like you're getting paid to journal. You actually take this as a serious business. And when her first response was like, oh, I get paid to journal is what I feel like. And I go, okay, this is why I don't actually want to run a company with you because it's not like it has to be taken seriously. It has to be taken as oh, this is a real deal. And I think since then, there's been lots of changes that have happened since then, but it really changed the game and the structure in the future. And since that moment, like a lot's changed in our business and these ideas have flowed with you and it's created this, it's kind of got you out of that fertile void to be like, oh, you know, I should do this a little bit more seriously. And that's what created this whole origin. And it's cool because a lot of the things we have done in the past, we did together like the creation of it together, pulling things together. And the reality was like, you have done almost all of like with our team, of course, but like, I have to listen to podcasts. Like Kate was on Liz D'Alto's podcast recently and, or Elizabeth D'Alto, Liz D'Alto. Untame the wild I, I told her, soul. I told her it was confusing podcast. for me because she's going by Elizabeth, but her social media platforms are Liz D'Alto. So they're the same woman, same woman. She rocks it. So I had to listen to her episode, just like find out what my wife's cooking, like what she's doing. (laughs) And I know, like, I know exactly what's coming out. I know everything that's happening with origin, all that stuff, but like her mindset around all of this stuff 
and watching all of the launch videos because I'm not actually in the recording of these videos for the first time ever, like being there during this time. And it's really great to step back from it. And it allows me to like create the space, like to really design this company for the future as well and not being on the day-to-day activities of the content creation. So it's been awesome to just view that when you are listening to these four, five things that we just named phases, right? There are four. Four. Well, then you said the fifth. So how do you call that? Culmination? No. There are only four. I don't know. Is culmination delivering to our customers? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't say five. Okay. I thought you said five. So the four phases and understanding those and really being in the flow of that is, you know, it's pretty cool. So, and what's Which happens for men. If there happen to be guys listening to this as well, like we go through the same thing. Like we don't have a period, you know, but we do cycle through life. Well, everyone's affected by the moon. Right. Everyone's affected by seasons. Correct. And men also have, you know, circadian rhythms and have different times of the day based on their hormones that are the most productive. I mean, you know, if you start to study endocrinology and hormones, like the endocrine system, it's really amazing how you start to learn that like men's you know, testosterone is peaking between like 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. And that's really the window you have for your optimal time for working, workouts, sex. I learned that from my friend Elisa Viti of Flow Living. Really interesting. So men do have these cycles as well. And so, but what's interesting, honey, is that while you've been sort of planning for the expansion of our company, you also have on a micro level your own phases going on correct with your own creation so do you want to talk about that because i think it'd be really interesting to hear about because a lot of people have been asking in the comments well what if i'm in one phase in my overall business but a different phase within this project or one phase within my work life but then another phase within my side hustle like people have been noticing that they can be in two different places at once which is totally true so where would you say you are even though we're in visibility in the launch of origin and as an overall company where would you say you are with your own creations and projects I mean, from an overall company, I think we're more in emergent stage. Oh, yeah, you're right. From, yeah. But from this project standpoint, we're invisibility. You're yeah, right. We are. Sure. As a company, a company, we're much more in yeah. emergence. You're totally right. I think we've probably maybe been in the fertile void for a while, and now we're coming out of that yep. to a certain degree. Totally. But it goes the same with me. You know, it goes with the same as being a dad, you know, being a man, basically, and just this new phase of... I have been in fertile void for a while of like being a dad to a certain degree, I would say, but also coming out of that with emergence and visibility. So, you know, because we have different roles in our life, like I am Mike to Mike to myself, and then I'm a husband to Kate and I'm a dad to Penelope and then the, you know, co-founder of our company and running that together with our team, et cetera. So there's different roles that take place in our life and we're going to be in different roles as we go through there. Like I've been really enjoying being a father and as we talked about on this, but it's also such a a huge change like to just go from not having no responsibility whatsoever because even uh, we've talked about this before but as kate and i were married and together like i didn't have to you know every day she can take care of herself like i don't have to worry about you know feeding kate or changing her diaper but she doesn't wear diapers so it's like all of that stuff is just taking care it's all you know getting her dressed things like this like Kate is a adult. She was able to do that on her own. But with Penelope, that is not the case. So shifting that from just becoming a parent in the first year is such a huge, huge first 18 months, really. Like it took me 18 months to really feel, I would say, kind of move out of that fertile void stage to a certain degree. And 
it was challenging. Like it was a challenging place to be. So I got lost instead of trying to just be in it was trying to control it to a certain degree. And then, yeah, an emergence came out of that. So I think from a parenthood standpoint, like getting very clear on the roles and we fit in together, working together as a mom and dad to parent Penelope, working together as a married couple for that as well, I think is happening. And then also with my, like me just kind of finding a voice for myself within our business, which, and that came with the podcast that came with Project Life with Mike Watts show and just putting out a blog weekly basis stuff like that. So I think that is all happening as well. And it's just doing something without results. Like I don't have any expectations at this moment in time. And I'm willing to wait three years, basically, is what I told myself. You know, it's just like... Cool. But I do have my first paid, officially paid, mic-only speaking gig happening in October. Tell you know, the Because we've done stuff i don't have all of the details oh, okay, yet because sorry. they're still putting it together but Stay it's tuned. kind of like we'll let you know where it's kind of like a Mike. wellness but it's in richmond Virginia. it's a wellness event happening in richmond virginia and so when their website's up and live i'll tell you guys more about it but yeah it's pretty cool they're gonna bring me down for the weekend and all of that stuff which is super dope and it's with a i'll tell more details about it but it's a friend of mine that i went to high school with actually that i grew up with in valpo who we ran into Kelly and Ken out in WDS. At WDS, Chris Gillibo's event. Yeah, Chris Gillibo's event, which is actually kind of cool that it's taking me back to Richmond, Virginia, because I was laid off from Philip Morris because I chose to forego a position at the Philip Morris plant in Richmond, Virginia. That's a cool full circle Yeah, so thing. it kind of full circle it closes the story on that. It closes the loop. I yeah, which is cool. So they're putting together... Kelly realized that she... And I'll get the name of her company and stuff as we kind of pull all this data together. But she runs a yoga studio down there. And she realized that, like, she goes out to California and there's all this wellness. Or she goes any all these other places. But Richmond is, like, stuck in... Kelly Kostecki. Yeah, that's just correct. Just in case people like yeah, Google, Kelly Kostecki. I just like to say. Our friend Sarah Tangretti is doing the same thing here in Portland. And we'll certainly talk more about her creation. But it's, a, like, such a great... Like, women like Kelly, like Sarah, and men, too... When they see, I mean, this is the entrepreneurial spirit in summation is you see that there's a need for something. So instead of saying someone should do this, you say, I'm going to do it. I mean, that is essentially what entrepreneurship is. And so that's been what you're doing with Project Life with Mike Watts. That's what origin is. Origin is, hey, I have all these mom entrepreneur friends and we're having a hard time. We need support. We need resources. We need tools. I'll just make them. And for you, it was like, I'm really exploring. I mean, I'm summarizing this. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but, um, you Why know, don't I just tell you, but wouldn't it be fun to okay, find out what I think you're doing and Great. then you can tell you me if I'm right or not. Okay. So my understanding of project life this, with Mike Watts, is, this will really show how many episodes she's listened to because I've talked about this. Oh, you have. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I really probably only listened to four or five. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm, no. I'm okay I don't to read be every about email that. you send yeah, out. Yeah, I know you so. don't. Because sometimes I'm like, did you read my blog? It was a really good one. And you're like, no. So I think that it's been your, it's like your journey you were really struggling with your identity as a father, as a husband, as a business owner, as a man in this world. And you wanted to document your journey of exploration and wanted that connection. And so you decided to create it yourself. Is that yep. true? Yeah. See, I know you. That's good. I, see you. I like it. <laughs> no, it's a hundred percent true because I mean, a lot of it came from Gary V where he was just like, right. 
you don't have to create anything just document it and that's the it's because he's like that's the state of the world we currently live in at this moment in time but by documenting is creation oh yeah right so a lot of people they're like oh well i have to create this and no it's like I am creating a podcast every single day. Like every single day there's a podcast going out that's being created, but I'm just documenting my journey that I talk about throughout the day. So, you know, it's like the one I did yesterday was talking about Mother's Day and stuff like that. So it's just like... And they're short, which and is And they're so short. Fun. Yeah, they're like 10... I wanted to be between 5 and 10 minutes. Now I'm realizing they've been between like 8 to 12 minutes and 15 minutes and I'm trying to... You're a talker. I know I'm a talker. I'm trying to narrow it back down where I can get it between 5 to 10 minutes. That's where I would like it to be. But yeah, that is 100% correct because I believe like we've talked about this so many times and even Tony Robbins talks about is happiness comes from progress and growth. So it is just moving the needle forward. You know, it is moving that piece where it's even where Kate and I just left our old house and we moved to this new apartment. It still moved that needle closer to where we wanted to end up and where we want to go. You know, now the apartment's not the same, but it's still moving that direction and we're still making progress for the next step to well, go. And so with me, like when it came to this podcast and putting that information out there, same thing with you putting origin together. It was just a place to process that information. And I think a lot of the work that we do, it's like Danielle Laporte with White Hot Truth, that book and her coming on here, like her writing White Hot Truth was her processing all of this personal growth and personal development that she's been through. And like Danielle gets paid to journal. Yeah, yeah. So, but she also creates a lot of amazing no, things. Oh my so, God. She does so much more uh, than she that. She does but. so much more than just journaling. <laughs> it's, yeah. So it's from, that's really what the work is. Like you think of like keeping up with the, I just saw a new ad for the Kylie Life with Kylie show, right? The Kylie Jenner show. And keeping up with the Kardashians has been, yes, it's a story that's made up to create drama, but it's a lot of it is just documenting their life. And look what happened to that. Why people love reality TV. Yeah. So one thing you mentioned that I think is really important is this piece about progress and growth. And that is why, because I also agree that happiness comes from progress and growth. I think also happiness comes from appreciation and gratitude. But, you know, Tony Robbins and I could duke that out. But I do believe it comes from progress and growth for sure. That's what's so tricky about the fertile void is that it feels like you're not getting anywhere and it feels like you're not doing anything. And so that's why I identified in video three of the sustainable success workshop, three specific action steps you can focus on in the fertile void and in the transition from the fertile void to emergence, which I believe Mike, you from a personal brand perspective with project life with Mike Watts are in the transition between fertile void and emergence. So I broke down actually three steps that you can really focus on in the fertile void three steps you can focus on in the transition from the fertile void to emergence, three steps for emergence. Because, you know, as business owners, there are so many things we could be doing at any given time and bringing it back to where we are as a company. Like Mm -hmm. we could be restructuring our company. We could be focusing on standard operating procedures. We could be redoing our website. We could be launching these five other things that we have ideas about. We could be, you know, tweaking courses that we already have. Like there's literally infinite options. And then you go to, you know, a marketing conference and you get 25 million more ideas. But how do you decide what to focus on? I feel like what separates the people who are thriving as entrepreneurs and those who are struggling is the clarity of knowing what to focus on and what to not focus on right now. And 
when you tap into this framework of the upward cycle of success, you can really get the clarity on, oh, okay, right now, you know, for the launch of Origin, we are in the visibility phase, which means the action steps we need to be focusing on are the ones that get eyes on our product. Like this is not the time to go recode the whole back end of KateNorthup.com. Because that's not going to get no. more eyes on the program. Like that's not the phase we're in. And so that's been really helpful for me because I'm an idea machine. And what I would do in the past is start one project and then later that afternoon get an idea for another project and start working on that. And then the next day start on another project I had started the week before and then get a new idea and start another project. And by the end of the week, I had worked on, you know, probably 10 different projects and really gotten very little traction on any of them. And so plugging in this focus piece and knowing what phase we're in and then knowing what action steps apply to that phase has created so much peace and calm in my body and in my mind because I really understand the whole matrix and I see how everything has a place and I trust that because we're on this upward cycle of success, we'll be coming around to the time when it's the time to recode the back end of katenorthup.com or change project management software or write the next book. Like there is a time to everything. There is a season. I could sing the song for you, but I will not. So, so there's just, it's made me really trust in the universe and trust that it will all happen if it's meant to happen because I can plug it into this greater cycle and this greater framework and know that everything's going to happen when it needs to. And I don't need to focus on everything right now. And I don't need to take action on everything today. I've really stopped scrambling in a way that feels very powerful. I mean, that's just a real direct result of using this framework in the origin launch. And then now moving forward, every single project we plan we will be mapping out what's happening in emergence, what's happening in visibility, what's happening in culmination. And we will know and what's happening in the fertile void and making that space for the fertile void between projects. Like after origin launches, we have a week of white space where nothing's getting scheduled. And it's a company-wide vacation other than our customer care team because they have to be there to support the origin people. Yep. But you know, we've scheduled that in and I never would have had the wisdom and the foresight to do that. I would have just been like, you know, moving on to the next thing. But when you move on to the next thing, you skip over getting really into the depth of the evaluation process and the rest process. And you get insights from your intuition during the fertile void and during the rest that are so powerful. If you skip that time, you'll never get those insights and your creations won't have the depth that they would if you took that time. And I'm really getting this on such a deep level because I see how fruitful that three and a half years or three, you know, three years and change was of the fertile void before origin. And I see how it couldn't have happened any other way. You know, when I think back to this, which you probably already realize this and know this, but like a lot of this stuff has come clear because you were pregnant. Oh, for sure. You know, it's, the and reason. it's like, yeah, it is the reason. Like, we can look at the business side, but because I've never, since we've been together after, I think, post baby or post like birth, were you really trusting your body? Since we've been together, that clarity has come through like I've never seen before. So I think from, or I just, you know, it's like from observation standpoint, the more and more you're trusting your body, the more and more you are able to follow these four 
phases. Yeah. Because you're really programmed for this. Like men, we don't have a physical like reaction, right? So to program it around. So we have to kind of figure it yeah, out for your ourselves. Your energy doesn't shift in such predictable ways throughout the month. Right. Although I'd be really interested to learn more. I bet you it does more. if we start paying attention to it. I bet I it does. If, yeah. I wonder if it's we start paying attention to it a little bit more. Because with a woman, you're like you're having a period, so it like gives you a starting and finish point to a certain degree, right? It's very obvious. Yeah. You can't miss it. No, you can't miss that one. So it's like you go in those cycles, and then you can build it off that. So it'd be interesting to watch. Like if I make a note, if I start like writing down how I feel each day for a couple months, I bet you I could start putting a pattern behind it. So that would be interesting. That's a good, interesting thing to study. I would be super interested. Will you do that and report back? I'm not going to say yes or okay. no. I'm going to say that well, the idea has come to me now, and there's a possibility that it will probably happen in the future. That's how my life usually... That's how I figure out what works. I get these crazy ideas, and then... And then you obsess about them for months and watch every oh YouTube video in existence, yeah. and then finally you dive in. Because now it's full, like, do men have cycles? Like, now this is what I'm going to go research. Yeah. I'd be yeah. so interested in that. Yeah. So, you know, that's really, it's like the, how you do it is what you get. And we also have more help than we've ever had before with origin, with the origin launch. But the reason we have more help is because we got into this sweet momentum place of attracting it. I mean, I can't even tell you the people who have come into our life and not like, you know, you might be thinking, I know how people are. You might be thinking, oh, well, easy for you to say you have the money to hire a team and whatever. It is beyond that. It is like we attracted Licia, our president, and I won't tell you the financials behind it because, you know, I don't want to whatever, but it's not there it's exactly. between us and Licia. Yes. But I will say this arrangement is beyond anything I ever could have imagined possible. Like I never would have even written this down on paper because it's that good. Here's a way to sum it up. Licia wanted it for us before we even wanted it for ourselves. Right. And, and she presented a proposal that made sense yes. for us and for everyone. So if you want something bad enough, go get it. You know, it's like, it's That's that true. easy because well, there's usually a, there was a need we had. And she saw she it fulfilled before it, we did. And she saw it before she did. And what's so cool about that, It was that, also though, the first guest on the podcast before any of this I was know, happening. which is so cool. You can go back and listen to the Licia episode. Yeah. We had no idea she was ever going to be running our company when we recorded no, that. First, and that was yeah. just in the fall. And it's funny because the last time I looked at the podcast numbers, Kate's mom has out like has more downloads than Licia. So Licia's like, okay, I got to catch her. You know, it was so funny. It was, you know, it was right behind. It was like 300 downloads more or something. And Licia's like, all right, I got to do, I got to put, so, yeah, it's funny. But what's really important about that is in January, I had an experience with witnessing our friend Terry Cole and David Vox, who was her launch manager for the Real Love Revolution. And David had swept in and basically saw Terry's potential and saw her business and her brand five years out from where Terry saw it. And I said, I have the desire to have that. And what's hilarious is I reached out to Licia <laughs> to say, I'm looking for somebody who could, you know, really see our brand five years out and this, that, and the other thing. And she was like, okay, let me think about it. Okay. I think I have the person for you. So she connected us with somebody else. And then we had the call with that person 
And it turned out to not be a fit, even though she was wonderful. And I followed up with Lisa and she was like, how did it go? And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, it wasn't right for us right at this time. And then basically it became clear that Lisa was our person. And it was so cool the way that happens. Like mm-hmm. I set the desire. This is what I desire. I want somebody who has this kind of vision. And she was right there under my nose. I mean, I've known Lisa for years. So anyway, it's just so magical. When you get into this, what I'm taking from this is I believe that we were able to attract the kind of support we've been able to attract. Even our amazing video guy, Mark, like all this support has shown Graphic up. Designer Graphic designer Jillian, like really cool people. We've been able Bradley to attract this support. Yes, because we began to embrace the creative cycle and the creative matrix. And we began to honor the different phases as opposed to trying to rush to be where we weren't. And so that's what I have to say about it. You'll get better results if you honor where you are than trying to be where you aren't is the summary of this podcast and how you do it matters. And the energy that you do it with matters because you get more fulfilling results, more profitable results, and better for the world results when you tap into the upward cycle of success and you honor these different phases of your business. So if this appeals to you, of course, we would love for you to join Origin and you can go over and check it out. Of course, the link is in the show notes, but everything, all the details are at origincollective.com. We are never offering Why don't you it. spell that for everyone? Oh, Origin is O-R-I-G-I-N. Collective is C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E. Origincollective.com. And we're never going to offer it at this low of a price again. It is only $30 a month, which to me, you know, one of Talk my girlfriends, why... one of my girlfriends, I told her that price and she was like, oh my God, that's such a no brainer. I can't believe you're making this so inexpensive. So talk about why you set it up monthly instead of like a... A program. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So we decided to do a membership for a couple of reasons. One... I love community. And while I love our online courses and hearing successes from people, and I totally do, and we will continue to do more self-study or, you know, more intensive courses that are only like six weeks or something like that. Well, like more things will be coming like that. And what I was missing was this sense of long-term connection to people. I mean, one of my best friends has been one of my best friends since we were seven. And I have another really close friend who we've been friends since kindergarten. I love longevity and I love knowing people over time and I love creating that connection. And I felt like that was, that's what I love about our USANA business. I love that about Team Northrop and the Freedom Family. And these are women I've known for 10 years plus, like they've watched me grow up. I've watched them grow up or step into their power in this business and So we had it there and I wanted to create it in this other part of our business as well. And so I wanted the community. I wanted the ongoing community. Again, I made origin for me and I hope you like it too. (laughs) No, really. I did have it. I made it in mind with you too. But so there was that piece from a emotional standpoint. And then from a business standpoint, we wanted to create a membership because it's a different model where you are in a recurring revenue model, just like our network marketing business. That's why we love our network marketing business. It's a recurring revenue model as opposed to a push, push, push launch and then nothing model from an income standpoint. Mm-hmm. So there's really two different things going on there. And then I also thought as a model, it really supports women because Moms who run businesses don't have a lot of time. 
And so rather than diving into, now it's not one or the other, this is totally both, but I wanted to create something where it was like, okay, each week you're going to get a bite-sized piece of content that you can listen to while you're walking the dog, folding the laundry, or like waiting in the pickup line at school. Like I didn't want to make it overwhelming. I wanted to make it bite-sized, but powerful. So, you know, like really powerful little nuggets, a lot of nutrients, like one of those maca chocolate chia little protein balls like that. <laughs> and then the obvious fact or the obvious point that you didn't even talk about, which I think is funny. Oh, um, I feel like I covered all the things. No, it's this. W- <laughs> we originally set this up for the reason because <laughs> this is secular. Cyclical. Oh. Cyclical. So this is as yes. the moons are always changing. Right. We have a full moon. We have a ha- I love it. You like <laughs> forgot the whole reason that, that we started this down this path besides the community. And you were talking, what did you do? Were you talking about? So it was basically the fact that every month something different is happening in the world, right? And so, yes, it's a cycle that's taking place and going over and over again, but how to prepare for those. And also like, okay, winter time's coming up. Like, what can we do here? Fall time's coming up. Spring time's coming up. Like, so we're working with like an astrologer as well as so many other amazing people to really prepare the content for this. And no, the content is laid out in terms of the cycles. Yes. Yeah. So it's all designed. It's all designed with a grandmaster plan. I also wanted to make it something that it was an easy yes. That like if a woman was feeling called to join, I wanted to make it easy for her to say yes. Because it's like, okay, it's the cost of one dinner out if you don't even drink alcohol. Right? Like it's like a cheap dinner. Not cheap, but like a mid-range dinner out (laughs) a month. And I feel like it's pretty easy for somebody to say, yeah, I'm okay with skipping a dinner out and doing this origin membership. Or whatever financial choice you're making, you know. Right. And it's also can lead to, I mean, that's the thing about the beta group that went through it, the 100 women that went through it. And that's, it's just been amazing just what their feedback has been after two and Every a half time months. Every time I read their testimonials, like I it's cry. insane. It like I was like, holy smokes, like in, in a really, really good way. Yeah. And the reason they're here. And I think a lot of them is the community piece because- yeah you're talking about things that aren't necessarily talked about instead of the 365 24 7 push 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 mentality it's like how to be productive lead with masculine energy produce but then also really lead with the feminine energy and bring those two really in check instead of this crazy push or the crazy like oh mercury's in retrograde so now i do nothing for a week you know or something like right. this right it's so not either or it's not it's either or it's how to do all four it's like looking at these and you've created all these things to go along with it which we'll talk about here like definitely check it out that's really really beneficial we have surprises for you in the membership as well so i think that's it yeah great yeah next week liana silver next week liana silver cart closes for origin on friday at 6 p.m eastern so please get over there to origincollective.com and check it out and i hope this has been helpful for you yeah please if you like this episode please subscribe we love having reviews over on itunes we read every single one and it helps more people get access to this information so if you want to be helping spread the word please leave us a review and subscribe and share it with your friends and hopefully i'll see many of you in origin and we'll see you next week bye-bye bye ever feel like you're constantly doing things but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living. To learn what they are, go to katenorthup.com forward slash tools. 
See you on the next episode.